welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Wednesday from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford, the best in the business, the best dealership, the most reliable dealership in Middle Tennessee. Pre-order your 2022 Ford Maverick right now at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Julia or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook is America's top-rated sportsbook app. They will get you in on the action. They will put you courtside at any of your favorite events. Make some money using the promo code A to Z Sports in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They will put you in your comfort zone at Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, brymac.com. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage is where you go for satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. GaryAshton.com, the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports primetime. Okay, so a late practice today. Uh, a late practice today. It was from 3.40 to 5 o'clock. We were out doing media stuff until about 6 o'clock. My skin all but melted off of my bones today at the practice facility because they've been doing us a solid. They've been having it in the morning. They've been having it at 9.30. I do the radio show from 10 to 1, and then I get the hell out of there. But in the middle of the day today, in the worst part of the day today, uh, we were out there at St. Thomas Sports Park. Now, this was a different kind of practice. This was a situational football practice, which is stuff like fake punts and fake field goals and, you know, uh, uh, Hail Mary drills and all of these things that prevent defense, stuff like that. That comes up rarely, but they do have every year a situational football practice. So these guys have an idea of what to do in if one of these rare occasions arise. But we did find out, because this was the last practice before the preseason. I will uh, I will head down to Atlanta tomorrow after I do radio. We'll do primetime, by the way, live from Atlanta, Georgia, uh, right outside Mercedes-Benz Stadium tomorrow. So that's going to be fun, and we'll cover the preseason game for you there. But... Ultimately, this was the last practice before they play their first preseason game of this preseason. So we were having conversations with Mike Vrabel about who was not going to start, basically. He gave us two names, and I'll share those with you here in just a second. Uh, but your Two Rivers Ford take is what I want to ask you first. How many games do you want Caleb Farley to play this preseason? The rookie first-round pick, he's been in practice every day to a degree, since being uh, activated off the physic, excuse me, the non-football injury list was Caleb Farley. How many games do you want Caleb Farley to play in this preseason? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We will discuss at length together right after I tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford, who present the Two Rivers Ford take each and every night. Two Rivers Ford has the new Ford Maverick. The 2022 Ford Maverick is available for your pre-order now. Two Rivers Ford has this Ford Maverick along with all of their great new and pre-owned vehicles out in Mount Juliet, just seven miles east of Nashville International Airport. But the thing that's great about the Ford Maverick is it's a pickup truck for people who aren't necessarily truck people. It's compact, 
It's cost effective. It's under $20,000, the 2022 Ford Maverick. It has all the bells and whistles that you normally associate with Ford vehicles and is roomy enough on the inside without being overwhelming. The Ford Maverick is an incredible value, and you can only order it at Two Rivers Ford. Dot com Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online, as I said, at TwoRiversFord.com. Your Two Rivers Ford take. How many preseason games do you want Caleb Farley to play? So we know that he will at least not play in the first one because that's what Mike Frabel had to say today. Uh, as of now, I don't anticipate Ryan playing. Is Farley starting to settle in more after getting a little bit of a late start and, and how tough a decision maybe is when to know when as far as putting some of these guys out there in games. I mean, Caleb's not ready to play in the game. Thanks, guys. So, <laughs> Jimmy, I love Jim Wyatt because even as a team employee, Jimmy's kind of like chasing Vrabel off the podium a little bit. And then he got, you know, again, Caleb's not ready to play. So you know that Ryan Tannehill and Caleb Farley, at least those two, are not going to play. It was funny, the the side-eye. I'd like to watch that again, to watch the side-eye that Mike Vrabel gives Jim Wyatt while he's asking about Caleb Farley, because this one made me laugh. Uh, as of now, I don't anticipate Ryan playing. Is Farley starting to settle in more after getting a little bit of a late start, and, and how tough a decision maybe is when to know when as far as putting some of these guys out there in games? I mean, Caleb's not ready to play in the game. Thanks, guys. And that's all, folks. That was Mike Vrabel at the podium today. Uh, Dom Odell says, damn, the dramatics. Yeah, I mean, listen, he he was honestly, Mike was, Mike was having a good time because Teresa Walker was back for the first time from covering the Olympics in Tokyo for the Associated Press. So, and, you know, today was situational football day, so, like, it wasn't a ton of heavy lifting other, other than being just god-awful hot. Out on the practice field, so like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna see uh, we're gonna see Mike, you know, we're we're gonna see one of Mike's better performances at the podium. And Mike Vrabel is always, I always, Vrabel press conferences are always enjoyable to a degree because he's always got a little bit of an attitude. You got to be on your toes. You got to know what you're walking into. Um, but the triple side eye says Danny Whitson, my dude wasn't playing, and it's it's particularly funny because of the person who was asking the question as Vrabel was walking off the podium because it's Jim. Jim White, who now works for the team, so you know Vrabel's just shitty about it. <laughs> when he's like, the guy who's chasing me off the podium with the corner questions is the guy that works for us. What the hell? Yeah. So you know for certain that uh, Ryan Tannehill is not going to play, or, you know, uh, as Vrabel said, he would an not anticipate Ryan Tannehill playing in Atlanta. And Caleb Farley is not ready to play in the game. So this is these are the two players you know for certain who are not going to be participating in Atlanta on Friday. But the question remains, how many games Tannehill you're not worried about, right? But then you turn your attention to Caleb Farley, of course, as the first-round pick. How many preseason games do you want this guy to play, given that he hasn't played football in two years, since 2019? Uh, he opted out last year, remember. Uh, Cam Myatt says, I feel you, Buck. I had to push mow my yard and started at 3.30. It was hell, yeah. It was not a pleasant day. I wasn't doing anything labor-intensive like mowing my yard. Alex Stevens, 23, says zero. Chris Frazier says he'd like to see him play the remaining two, because remember, only three preseason games this year. Lewis says all 17, completely ignoring your question. On brand as always, Lewis. Thank you for your participation. Tig would like to see him play at least a full one, I assume, is what you're saying, like a full 
I don't know if you want him to play a start-to-finish game, but you want to see him out there for at least one. Derek Kine agrees. He says, leave it at one. Alonzo Henderson, also Karen O'Keefe, Zay Anderson. Everybody seems to be in consensus that uh, that they should only that you would only want to see Caleb Farley play one preseason game. I'll give you my answer here in just a second because I do think it's an interesting conversation about Caleb Farley. Uh, Titans tirades says I would prefer none. I couldn't handle it if he tweaks something in a game that is meaningless. And yes, it is so that these games are largely meaningless, but what's not meaningless is, as I mentioned, Titans tirades, this player hasn't played football in two years. He's a first round pick. He's been in training camp. He looks to be moving just fine. Again, they, they stagger his workload. So it's not like He's out there, what, what, I think it's almost a full, it's over a full week at this point because they activated him last Monday, Caleb Farley, if my memory serves me. So for Caleb Farley, he's practiced and participated in, uh, in a just about, in just about every, uh, in just about every scenario in uh, just about every scenario that they've put him out there at some point, right? But he's not he's not practicing in full. Like, they're, they're staggering his workload, as we mentioned. Same thing with Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry. Like, a lot of guys are getting their workload. Taylor Lewan, a lot of dudes getting their workload staggered, right? Bud Dupree, another one. Um, but they – so I would say to you that they are meaningful for a player who just simply hasn't played the sport in a long time. So I understand that – you know, you want to you want to put him out there. You want to make sure that when he's out there, it's in games that count because you're going to need this guy, and you don't want to further exacerbate whatever's bothering his back, or if something is still bothering his back. And they're probably just kind of getting his body physically calloused again, to the point where he's used to contact, he's used to running, he's used to you know turning quickly, he's used to lifting even if they are even having him lift. I don't know what their weight training process is for a guy who injured himself weightlifting. But this game is, these games are meaningful for him because of that fact, simply because we have not seen him do this in quite some time. And he needs to see what it looks like at, again out there in live action before you, know, you throw him out there. If you're going to play him in week one, you throw him out there and he's he's across from DeAndre Hopkins. And then what the hell do you do? He's just, he's just, he won't be ready. Uh, and he may not be ready either way for week one. We have no idea what the process for Caleb Farley exactly is going to be. Brad Lipford said, spent 10 hours out in the beautiful sunshine. Man, I love my job. If he's as skilled as he is made out to be, he's a first round pick, says Brad Lipford. 10 hours out in the sunshine is fine, Brad, but like not when you're out on the surface of the sun as it was today. A tough scene. Uh, calm the storms on my boy Farley, says Omar. I mean, I don't think there's any storms necessarily. I just think you're kind of monitoring, you know, I, I hate to be cliche, but you're basically monitoring just week to week at this point. Uh, the Titans have proved, proved or proven, I think EA means to say, proven to play better when they don't practice much in no preseason. So sit the majority of the starters until maybe the third preseason game. Caleb doesn't need to get in preseason, work him in slow during the regular season. Um, the Titans tirades says touche, but I'm going to be a nervous wreck if he's out there. Danny says, I was fixing to say, we seeing uh, does not matter. Him seeing, yes, but him working and doing his job, most important aspect of all of this. This is so, Danny, absolutely. The health of the player is at the utmost importance when you're talking 
about Caleb Farley. Now, Gilbert Nino brings up an important point that I'm going to get to in the comments on Facebook Live here in just a second, right after a quick reminder about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app is DraftKings Sportsbook. That's where you go for uh, great riches that await you with the great promotions in the DraftKings Sportsbook app, like the one that they are putting in front of you, putting in front of your face. They're serving it up to you on a platter for college football season. You are not going to believe the promotion that DraftKings Sportsbook is making available to you. All you have to do is download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now And when you place a dollar on any college football game, you get $200 in free bets instantly. You heard that right. DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game, no matter what. So just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code A2ZSports to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's promo code A to Z sports to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789. Promo code A to Z sports in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So, uh, so ready for football, people, says Brad Lifford. Mason says, hi, Buck. Can't watch tonight, but wanted to comment and like. Peace, homie. Hey, Mason, I appreciate that. We love to see it. Uh, Lamar Daniel says, Buck, it's Gurdan. It's been a while since I saw your show. Well, that's good timing, Lamar, because we're having a great show tonight. Caleb Eaton says of Caleb Farley, Caleb to Caleb, if he's able to play, if he's able, he needs to play the remaining two preseason games. You know, I, I understand that to a degree. Um, I I think that ultimately, I think that ultimately, I would like to see him, if he's right, if all is right, we're talking about within the context of health, if Caleb Farley's health allows him to play in the preseason, I would like to see him play probably, let's say, total, I'm going to change my answer from what producer Reed and I talked about earlier in our in our pre-show meeting. I'm going to say I'd like to see him play three total quarters of football in the preseason. Three total quarters is all I ask. Not three games, not two games, not a game, not a game and a half. I would like to see three quarters of Caleb Farley staggered across two games, whether that's a quarter in the first in the net in Tampa Bay and two quarters against the Chicago Bears. That would be fine. Only if his body is able to handle that. If not, shelf him. I'm of the opinion that I really don't need, you don't need to see Caleb Farley until he's ready. You don't need to see Caleb Farley until uh, until your defense requires that you have him out there. I'm comfortable with Jack Rabbit and Christian Fulton on the outside. I am. I am comfortable with Elijah Molden potentially starting in the slot. I'm good with that. Now, after that, you're thin. Breon Borders is somebody. Breon Borders is somebody that is probably going to make this team, uh, provided that a late surge from like one of these undrafted guys or journeyman bounces around doesn't unseat him. But right now, Breon Breon Borders being your fourth corner while you wait for Caleb Farley—that's a good spot to be in. 
Like, I think that's a pretty good situation. Danny Whitson says, I disagree completely. Do you want to see him play into his – wait, hang on, Danny. You're I don't know if it's your grammar, your spelling, or what's happening here. I'm, I disagree completely. Do you, quote, want to see, unquote, him play to his first full season's detriment? Come on, first-round draft pick for a reason. He is coming. Do not rush him for no reason. Danny, then you don't disagree with me completely because I've just articulated – I've just articulated that I don't need to see him at all if he's not healthy. Did you not listen to what I just said? Danny, come on. You're better than Danny. You're in here regularly. You know that you got one job. Your job is to watch and listen to the show and then respond with your opinion. How are you going to come at me with an opinion when you're saying you disagree completely when I've literally just articulated the thing that you said? Uh, Danny's, oh, see, this is why I got this is why I got to slow Dan. Dan. Danny has said, no, I meant the commenter, not you, brother. See, this is... I'm too I'm too quick on the trigger, Danny. I apologize. I'm sorry that I went at you that way. <laughs> We're too quick on the draw. I've had a long day. I, I told I told Reed because today was today. I mean, listen, I I have the greatest job in the world, right? Like I I'm sorry when I complain about having a ridiculous job the way that I do, but like today we went straight from radio to the Greg Cosell install podcast. By the way, a really really good one. I'll play you a clip from. The install here in just a second, but I went straight from three hours of radio doing the install, two hours of practice, hour of media availability afterwards, primetime show, uh, primetime pre-show meeting, and then primetime. So I'm sorry if I'm a little, if I'm a little edgy, Danny. I I did not mean to assault you verbally that way or start to ramp up in that direction. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> uh, Danny says, LOL, all good. I'm thick-skinned. I'm a father of teenagers. I have no choice. Yes, I understand. Lamar Daniel says, Buck is on the edge. I am. I am edgy today, but I'll tell you what. I, it's all in the name of good content because I told producer Reed, I, I said at the end of the show when I tell him I'm not tired, I'm lying to him. It's like telling him that Santa Claus is not real. I am tired as hell. But I'm when I tell you that we, produ we have produced spectacular content today that you have to absolutely have to check out, like, for example, what we were doing on the radio show, with Will Compton of Bussin' with the Boys and Titans fullback Kari Blossingay. I'm gonna open. I hate that you have to be the guinea pig for this, Kari, but I told Will we're going to find out who's the better interviewer of, of professional athletes. So you're going to be the judge of this by the end of the show, by the end of the interview. So, so I'm getting interjected in the y'all's beef. That's what's that's what's going on. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a personal problem with Buck that I feel like he has to figure out. Let's just start it off with this question, Kari. Who would you rather sit down for an interview with, <laughs> myself or Buck? Wow, y'all really putting me on the spot. Put you on know, the man. spot, hey. That's listen. right. Yeah, hey, listen. he's on the spot. Hey, well, did, he's did undecided. Buck, did Buck give you? Uh, did Buck uh, hook you up hey, with that, a gym, that, gym is, bag full exactly, of protein? That's exactly where I was about to go. Oh, I've, I've go known ahead, Comp. Man. I've known Comp since what 2017, and some of the conversations we've had sitting in Coach Dobson's office, and just you know when we were at Vandy, and then to now. I, I feel like I'd have a little bit more to talk about with Will, so I had to answer it and go Will, man. That's okay. You know, I, I will uh, – listen, I am prepared to take many L's during the course of this interview, Kari. I'm prepared for that. Much many? Like, how many? How many questions hey, am what, I – Hey, Kari, that's what I was just thinking. How long is this thing going to be? Yeah, like how, how much am I refereeing here? <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll throw this one at you. Much – uh, taking L's much like the one that Will Compton took in Oakland in 2019 ah. when you absolutely mossed the holy hell out of them. Talk about it. I mean, just, you know, it was a play. He's like, it's, you know, it's just a play, man, you know. 
Hey, yeah, correct. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan gave me a chance up top, and, and I got that one. You know, gangsters get got too, though, so it's, yeah, it's all right. good, you know. Hey, so I'll tell you a funny story, a nice story that you would like, so you're welcome. <laughs> so that's from the radio show earlier today that we did with Kari Blossengame and Will Compton in studio. Go subscribe to the podcast if you miss it, or uh, listen to the radio show live, 10 to 1, on 104.5 The Zone. So I'm I, what I'm what I'm telling you, what I'm te- what I'm telling you is uh, when I tell you that I'm not tired at the end of the show, I'm blatantly lying to you because I'm exhausted today. Danny Whitson says, "Buck, way to get back in the game. Well played, gangsters get got too." Says Tyg Smith. That's right. The Kari Blossom game was a lot of fun. Go check out the podcast, and I'll tell you more about the install later. The right Teich asks me a question about how are you and PK doing since you got the 104.5 gig. Me and Paul are great. Me and Hutton are great. Me and Chad are great. Uh, there's, there's been, I mean, I, I talked about this before. Like I took those guys out to drinks before when they, when we knew that they were leaving and that I was getting ready to, uh, I was getting ready to, you know, I was considering taking their time slot basically. And, and actually I think they moved the time slot around cause I'm only doing three hours. I'm 10 to one. They were like nine to one, whatever. Um, so yeah, I took them out to drinks and like there, there are certain like contract stipulations that those guys couldn't tell me all of the things that they may have wanted to tell me because we all have non, uh, non competes and non disclosures and, uh, on and on and on it goes, but yeah, I mean, we're all, we're all great. I, I love, I love those guys. I really do. They're, they're a great time. And, uh, and yeah, you know, I, I wanted to know whether that was this, that radio show was a job that I should take. And they say, yeah, you should do it. Um, so we're, we're totally fine. Uh, and you know, when people get, people ask, uh, cause sometimes me and Paul go at one on another on Twitter, like me and Rex wrote or something like that. You're just doing, we're, we're doing the same thing publicly that we do in our group text with one another. Um, which is just to absolutely knife each other in the back. <laughs> All right, let's move on and let's talk about wide receiver three. This was a co- topic of conversation. Speaking of media members and speaking of podcasts and speaking of things that I need to plug, we uh, we are going to talk about who is the Titans wide receiver three. Let me know in the comment section on Facebook Live, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. Who is the third man? that you believe if Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, God forbid, if something, if they are not able to go, who is the Titans wide receiver three right now? Let me know in the comment section on Twitter, YouTube, Periscope. Well, I guess Periscope is Twitter. Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Let me know in the comment section who is wide receiver three in your humble opinion, and I'll tell you who it actually is here in just a second, right after I tell you about our friends at Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. That's satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They will put you in position to succeed. They will put you in your comfort zone as the weather continues to heat up. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac Mechanical, three locations in Tennessee and in Kentucky, a wide area that they're able to service commercially, residentially. Brymac's got you covered. Uh, so who is wide receiver three right now? Let me know in the comment section, if you would be so kind, uh, let us see, uh, poor Rex road joke about Paul blew up says Puka. I didn't, I didn't see Rex Road's joke about Paul. I'll have to go check it out later. William young says that's easy. It's Marcus Johnson, Lewis Chesney incorrectly. That's what I can point out. Says Kalijah Lipscomb. That's not true. Kel Covo, right? Also incorrectly says racing McMath racing McMath is a special teamer. 
uh, and aims to be a special teams ace. We'll see what happens with him, but wide receiver three, he is not. Titan Turner says, I definitely think it'll be Reynolds, and it's possible that it will be. But if we're talking about Josh Reynolds, you know, this. speaking of uh, what P PK blew up uh, or what PK got blown up about, right? And I, Paul, Paul did the right thing. He went up to AJ, I think, after practice today and was like talking it out with him. I saw that, you know, shake hands, kiss babies, all these things. Paul and AJ are fine. And, and Paul did the right thing, which is just approach him about it and have a conversation, which is not something that you can do on Twitter, right? So um, with Josh Reynolds, though, this was started because Paul tweeted out a video that said that Josh Reynolds looked like he was lacking explosion. So on my podcast, not the radio show, but one of the two podcasts that I do, which is the 615 Sessions, which airs in your podcast feed every Tuesday. Me, Corey Curtis of WKRN News 2, who uh, carries the Titans preseason games, by the way, all on Channel 2 with our friends Corey Curtis and Kayla Anderson and Emily Proud. And of course, Teron Davenport of ESPN. The three of us, a meeting of the minds, we talked about Josh Reynolds. Is that number three receiver spot in jeopardy with Josh Reynolds? Does he need, does he need to worry about that at this point, or is this just way too early? I mean, I, Teron, I'll let you speak to this more in depth because you obviously understand the the nuances of the position much more than, than Corey or I do. But, like, I, I don't think that we should pencil in Josh Reynolds for wide receiver three just because he's a free agent acquisition. I think he has a place on this team, certainly. I think he has utilization, uh, many, many different facets that they can use him if he's right. I just don't know that he's I, – I don't want to make excuses for the guy, but I watch him, and he just something about it doesn't look right to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Something doesn't look right. I know he had a shoulder situation that was bothering him coming into camp, but you're right. Like that turnover, that, that acceleration, that burst, I'm not really seeing that. And, and let me say this, right. I don't believe it's going to happen, but Chris Sanders and I, for our segment on my podcast, you know, we talk about this a lot and Chris always brings it up. He doesn't even know that Josh Reynolds roster spot is guaranteed. So that was Teron Davenport, Court Curtis, and myself talking about Josh Reynolds. Now, if you listen to the full clip, if you listen to the full clip, uh, Chris Sanders just kind of saying he doesn't know that Josh Reynolds' roster spot is guaranteed is different than what the actual situation is. They'll probably uh, – Josh Reynolds is going to get the benefit of the doubt. Um, Greg Armstrong says, Josh Reynolds will be the man. Thank you, Buck the man. You're very welcome, Greg. Um, and it's entirely possible that he will. He's clearly working through some stuff right now. And he's a little behind the eight ball because he came in hurt, it sounds like, as uh, as Teron pointed out, dealing with some shoulder issues when he was signed. Um, but right now, if you're talking about who's the wide receiver three for this team, it's Marcus Johnson. Until, until such time as Josh Reynolds supersedes him or if Chester Rogers beats him out, we talked to both Marcus Johnson and Chester Rogers today. Marcus Johnson, it just sounds like he's he's healthy. Like he's he's he struggled with soft, he said soft tissue injuries, I believe he said. I'm gonna write it up for A to Z Sports Nashville.com. So uh, I'll I'll have some of those quotes from our talk today with Marcus Johnson available for you first thing in the morning. I'm gonna I'm gonna write uh, early in the morning because tonight I am physically exhausted. But um, Marcus Johnson says that soft tissue, soft tissue injuries have kind of held him back throughout the course of his career. Sometimes it's just about you know luck in terms of his health, and he seems to be very healthy right now, which is playing 
exactly to the benefit of Marcus Johnson. Um, he is currently the wide receiver three, and he is somebody who Ryan Tannehill clearly has a relationship, clearly has trust with, and that is critical here on A to Z Sports Primetime from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. Who is wide receiver three, in your opinion? Uh, have you been away for a while, says Karen O'Keefe? No, I've been right here. I don't know what you're talking about, Karen. Chris Sanders said Corey Davis was great too, says Chris. I, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, you are just a, you just, Chris Frazier just hates Corey Davis, and that's fine. Uh, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Dom O'Dell said, I'm telling you, even Tannehill himself on NFL, even Tannehill said Johnson himself on NFL Network. Yes, Ryan Tannehill trusts trusts Marcus Johnson and on this will be the final plug of the day I promise you and on the install with Greg Cosell of NFL Films my weekly Wednesday podcast which is available to you now we talked about how Ryan Tannehill works within that scheme and why Marcus Johnson and receivers like Marcus Johnson work in a game in an offense that's predicated off run action last plug of the day so this is an offense that by choice, plays at a base personnel and starts with the run game. So he's in a very clearly defined offense that's run-based. Yes, and and certainly something that becomes much debate about who, who amplifies who more, whether it's Derrick Henry in the run game or Ryan Tannehill and what he's opened up for them as an offense in total. But that's not the conversation we're here to have. So let's start with oh, – go ahead, Greg. Well, just to, just, to, to, just to comment on that, it's very interesting you mentioned that because one of the things that really stood out to me when I watched the first and second down explosives was the impact, the play action, the run action. I, I'm going to use the term run action because yep. run action is where the offensive line actually run blocks initially. Because don't forget, defensive players, particularly second-level defenders, linebackers, box safeties, they are reading offensive line movement. So run action is different than play action. Run action is where the offensive line clearly shows run action, run blocking initially. And the impact that that had on second-level defenders was really extreme. And it was not only when Derrick Henry was in the game. It happened even when other backs were in the game because that's the foundation of the Titans' offense. And that's how defenses, when they game plan to play the Titans, that's how they're taught that week of practice. So second-level defenders really attacked the run action hard, and they were more often than not late to their underneath zone coverage responsibilities. And what that does is that creates a big void between the deeper defenders, the safeties, and the underneath defenders, the linebackers in zone coverage. So those voids were really defined for Tannehill to make throws. Did you get all that? That's the install with Greg Cosell. Aaron Goff says, where can I find this podcast? Well, you can find it every Wednesday in your favorite podcast app. It's called The Install with Greg Cosell. Uh, and myself, and we do it every Wednesday. It's on 104.5 The Zone's YouTube channel as well in its full form, or you can get the audio version wherever it is you get your podcast every Wednesday. I told you, I'm, I'm, I told you guys, I'm giving you the content. That's why I'm physically killing myself <laughs> out here trying to talk as much as humanly possible. And I, for whatever reason, I did, I did the install today in this exact spot before I went out to practice, and the difference in the color of my face between pre-practice podcast taping and after practice 
because I look like I'm fried to a crisp right now based on how white I looked in that pic in that uh, in that video in that clip with Greg. God knows what kind of things that the sun has been doing to my skin. Anyway, uh, I listen to the multiple to multiple podcasts on Spotify since Danny Woodson. Very good. Um, Juicebox six seven eight says so. Tannehill is a system QB, or he isn't. He is all quarterbacks are system quarterbacks. If you listen to the install with Greg Cosell. All right, let's finish this off. And oh, I, I told you that that was my last plug, but it's not my last plug. I've got one more plug to do because I forgot how much great content I've been producing for you lately. <laughs> uh, let me let me uh, let me ask you guys: Who is the Titans' best defender right now? Best defensive player right now on this team? Who is it? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook Live, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. Who is the Titans' best defensive player? Let me know. We'll talk about it together. I will play for you one more clip that is a plug because I had the Titans best defender on my radio show on Monday, and we'll talk about that later on. Um, who is the best defender? Let me know in the comment section if you would be so kind. While you guys do that, I will tell you about our friends, the best in the business when it comes to real estate. Not the Titans best defensive player, but the best Titans, well, the only Titans, Real estate agent, the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans is Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress is what the Ashton team offers to you. I live in my dream address without the stress through the Ashton team. I found the perfect home for me, that a home that I was going to be able, well, not me be able, but Austin and Zach were going to be able to build a studio in my office for me so I could do the primetime show when they hired me as their first. I think I was their first full-time employee, and now look at the A to Z empire. It's growing all the time, monstrous, just like the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage and the intel, the monstrous amounts of intel that they can offer you. The buyer battle is what you're trying to win with the best intel and the best properties in Middle Tennessee. That's why you go to the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Who is the Titans' best defensive player? Let me know. In the comment section, Titans tirade says, yeah, you're beat red, dude. I think I'm, I think I'm, I don't think I'm red. Maybe my nose is a little red. I think I'm largely, I think I'm largely brown. I, you know, I mean, I'm Arab. I'm, I'm just typically brown, but, <laughs> um, and certainly when I've grown the beard out, I look, uh, I look like, uh, I'm starting to look like an Islamic fundamentalist because that's, well, you know, I'm Egyptian and that's what my facial hair does for me. But I, uh, I would say to you that I don't I beat red. I don't think so, unless you've got a bad camera angle on me. And if you have a bad camera angle on me, I would say fix it because I'm a very vain person and I can't have a bad camera angle on me. Um, who is the Titans' best defensive player? <laughs> Let me know in the comments section. Chris Frazier says Kevin Byard. EA going with Big Jeff, as does D-. minus. It, it, maybe it's just D hyphen, but it, it looks to me like D- minus on YouTube. He says, Sim, he or she says Simmons. Buck, if you're attached, it's gold, says Danny. Well, thank you, my brother. I appreciate that. Josh uh, says Kevin Byard. Uh, J-E-M-C-45 says Danico Autry. So, no, but, like, I don't want to completely dismiss what you're saying, but, I mean, you're wrong. But Danico Autry may be one of the most important parts to freeing up your best defensive player, who, as Lane Eisenberg says, accurately is easily Jeffrey Simmons. Um, just having a coach like that on the staff that, you know, known for having defensive linemen at the 
top tier. You know, I think it's just great for not just me, but everyone across on the defense. Um, and then Coach Williams, man, uh, Coach T, you know, we always joking around every each and every day. But, you know, I've learned so much from Coach T because he's one of them guys that, you know, he want the best from his players. And um, I can't say much more about him because, um, I mean, it shows, you know, even on the field, um, no matter what it is, you know, he's going to push her to the highest limit. Um, like I said, he wants so much out of um, not just me, but you, you see him coaching Tart. You see him coaching Naquan Jones. And them, you know, the same way coaching each and every one of uh, us, the older guys. Um, um, so I think just having them two guys, especially, you know, on the defensive side and defensive line side, I think it just, you know, I always say, what more can you ask for? It's, it's, that's one of the things, like, what more can you ask for, especially guys who have a defensive lineman who's playing at the top tier or you know, some of the top defensive linemen have coached some of the top defensive linemen. We were talking. To- so that is also that voice that you started to hear annoyingly at the end is my voice because Sims sat down with us. We only have one camera out there when I'm at training camp because it's a tough setup, but because they have to be socially distanced from us. So that's Jeffrey Simmons on my radio show on Monday. Again, you could check out that podcast. We've done great interviews with Jeff Simmons, Kevin Byard. Um, Kari Blossom game today, Anthony Ferkser, Kendall Lamb, Christian Fulton, John Robinson, a lot of great guests. And by the way, the show is going to be in, well, the show will be in Atlanta tomorrow night because I'll be down there the preseason. And then all next week, I'm going to be in Tampa. Well, Sunday and Monday we'll do here in Nashville, but then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday, I'm going to be in Tampa from Tuesday to Sunday. Um, because the Titans are down there for joint practices with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to bring you guys back so much good content. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Uh, and I'm going to love it, except not Tampa Bay in the middle of August because that's a bad deal. So, Big Jeff is the Titans' best de- defensive player, hands down. Derek Kind says, didn't know Buck was so humble. Well, Derek, you're late to the show because I'm not humble at all. And uh, And why would I be? It's just not really for me, but that's okay. <laughs> Sorry if you're just now catching that. I didn't realize that I was hiding it so poorly. Uh, <laughs> Byard is the most complete player on defense we have. Uh, I think Jayon. I think Jayon probably fits that mold. Now, Byard, listen, Byard's totally capable. Uh, Kevin Byard is a great player. Kevin Byard is an all pro caliber safety at the peak of his powers. Um, but all around best defensive player, I would have to say. I would have to say that's Jayon Brown. Um, Wright Teich, is it Teich or Tyke? Anyway, I don't know. Uh, says on Twitter, is Luke, oh, you're talking about Luke Worsham, is Luke full-time or is he still in college and an intern? So this is funny. He's talking about Luke Worsham, uh, Mighty Mouse, who of course is, is, I'm pretty sure is filling in for Zach Bingham because Zach's in Dallas furthering the reach of the A to Z sports empire. Um, and I'm pretty sure Luke has been filling in on the morning show with Austin, if I uh, if I remember correctly. So Luke, Luke is in college. He is full time. Luke Worsham has been. So I worked. For, I've worked for A to Z Sports for two years. I am. I have just turned 28 years old about two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago. Um, Luke has worked for A to Z Sports since damn near he was in high school. So Luke has been with A to Z Sports longer than I've been with A to Z Sports. It's just that we do different things. I mean, we're both Titans reporters, but I have this streaming show and then the podcast. 
um, for A to Z, and then I have the radio show and the other stuff and, uh, and the other damn podcast, all of the podcasts, it seems. But Luke is now coming into his own because Luke is still in college and has been – Luke has been covering NFL football since he was like 16. No, not 16. Maybe – maybe at, I mean, probably 18 if Luke's – Luke, I think, is just recently 22. I think Luke has been doing this for four or five – now, Luke's been doing this longer than five seasons because I have been, I've been a reporter. Well, I guess I was reporting for a different outlet for the first like two and a half years. So, Luke, I have been a Titans reporter longer, but Luke has been employed by A to Z Sports for longer than I have, which makes me laugh because he's just a baby face assassin out there. Uh, big money bucks, zillionaire Zach, Austin, awesome Austin, and lucky Luke, says Lil Kilo. That's right, baby. The whole squad. You got the green dot. You must be fairly important, says Brad Lifford. That's right. Uh, Jayon Brown is the most complete of the de Titans defenders, but Jeffrey Simmons is their best player. All right, let's uh, – Karen O'Keefe says, I never thought I would say it, but I miss Zach. Uh, <laughs> be nice to Be nice to Luke. Luke, Luke is very – Luke lacks certain social cues, um, which make him funny, but I don't know <laughs> – I just, he's just such a, he's just such an odd guy and I love him to death for it. Uh, Luke was reporting as a teenager, says Omar. Yeah, you're damn right he was. Uh, I have cavities that are older than 22. Young, cool hand Luke, says Abdul. That's right. Evan White says, love hearing the vasectomy, vasectomy talk on Hard Knocks last night. Yeah, I don't want, I don't watch Hard Knocks. I go to Hard Knocks every day, which is not even me trying to humble brag. It's just like, I don't need more training camp football in my life. I live it. <laughs> I live it six years now. I live it. I don't need another team's training camp in my life. I don't care about offensive line coaches who say hut and their entire stomach raises and falls or, you know, I just don't care about hard knocks. Anyway, that is going to do it for tonight's show. I always care about you guys. I, I, I'm going to play the Mississippi mass choir because that's what we do at the end of every show. But I am, I'm not even going to sit here and lie to you. Because I told I told producer Reed, I said, every night that I say I'm not tired, I lie to these people. Every time at the end of the show that I say that I'm not tired yet, I'm just blatantly and obviously lying to these people. Because I could pass out sitting up right now. I am so tired. But damn it, tradition is tradition. And even though my body is failing me, the mind is failing me, I think my brain melted in the sun my head, my skull while it cooked out at St. Thomas Sports Park. But for the sake of tradition and for the sake of this show and for the sake of you people, and I do mean you people, our people, mwah, I love you. I'm going to lie to you and say I'm not tired yet. I am not tired.